listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he Welcome to the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. Tony Squires and Brandon Smith in for this Saturday. Coming up, we'll take a look back at the Roosters' thrilling win over arch rivals the Rabbitohs. And we'll chat the Dolphins' incredible rise from wooden spoon favourites to top of the ladder in just three weeks. That and so much more on the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. Yes, welcome to the Saturday edition of Footy Talk on Listener. My name's Tony Squires and uh, the smell in the room is Brendan Smith. What, what's going on? The smell is Brendan Smith, but it's because I've been trying on perfumes uh, the last hour. So, um, well, No, back up, Sparky. What do you mean you're trying on perfume? Well, my girlfriend, I, I surprised her and said, I'll buy you some perfume because she's ran ah, out. Okay. I've gone in there um, and then I've tried on some myself. Um, $780 that perfume was. The one you're wearing currently? Not mine, hers. <laughs> Wait a minute. So 100 mil, what's that What's that rate? 700 bucks for 100 mil. $78 per 10 mil, that's crazy. It's just liquefied gold of some sort. So your method of trying, you trying it on, you, you, what, you spray it onto your wrist or you spray it there and walk into it? What do you do? Nah, it's like a, there's like a smelly thing and then when I found a good one, <laughs> it's like more of a like tip-on perfume and you rub it and I might, may have overdone it as you can... <laughs> Probably tell by the musk. <laughs> musk. I've gone with the sandalwood or... Oh, sandalwood's good. I think they, the way they do it is um, memory. So my memory is sitting by the fire with my grandma. That's what the memory says on the bottle. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. So what would you call your, your, your scent? I don't know. That's what it's called. Sitting by the fire with your grandma. Beautiful. Yeah, mine's called Stench of Success. <laughs> uh, it's really, really good. Got a good stick to it. <laughs> it's very nice to have you sitting in the studio, no, no matter what's uh, going on with the olfactory sensibilities. Uh, that's a sniff for, for all of us. All right, <laughs> let, let's get so much to have a chat about. First of all, how, how are you not settling into the studio, but you obviously settled in uh, in terms of the roosters because you're now known as the game changer. Uh, tw- tw- 20 minutes in, uh, you came off the bench last night in the game, down 10-0, uh, but you and, and Jared Warrior Hargreaves, suddenly things tipped. Yeah, I don't think it was like myself as much as it was Jared. I think... Um, I can't really play my role in a game unless the forwards get, you know, going. And um, I think we shifted the ball a bit too much in that first um, half of the first half. And then when Jared came on, he just went, give me the ball, I'm running straight over someone. And I got off the back of that, which um, really helped. And I guess it helped also me coming off the bench. And um, Jared kept reminding me, mate, when we go on the field, like everyone's going to be way more tired than us. Yep. And after five minutes, I thought I disagreed. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think without Jared um, last night, we probably wouldn't have won the game. But it must be nice, obviously, you, you come on and a terrific try scooting out of dummy half, uh, and, you know, which is something that you are known for. But well, I guess when you come to a new club, you just want to put your stamp on it pretty early, don't you? Yeah, well, you wanted to, but obviously the first – Two weeks I've I've gone through a pretty underwhelming and um, yeah the body just hasn't been taking the the damage as much as as well as it used to so um, that's something you got to work on but uh, come out of that game back's a little bit sore 
Um, it's actually it's my, your oblique, isn't it? Yeah, it's my oblique. You know what that is? Well, it's the kind of well, like the name suggests. It's that muscle that goes kind of sideways and yeah. slants down from the yeah. chest round to the back, isn't it's it? It's your abs. Yeah, right. Okay, there you go. And I've got six of them. You got six. And of I've them. torn one of them. I think. Well, I've, I've got one wine sack. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a nasty thing then. You know, obviously you're going to have to move gingerly during the week. Uh, no, no, it was quite a fast healing um, sort of thing. Um, they just pretty much alluded that it's not going to do any more damage if I play. It's just going to be a little bit sore. So I um, managed to get through the game and uh, a little bit weary now, but um, progression is going to get easier and easier. So um should be sweet. And we got a, a buy coming up, so... Coming into a, a team and playing an opposition like the Rabbitohs where there's a stack of history. And obviously Melbourne has history with a lot of different teams as well. And each there's, you know, teams that don't like each other and what's, you know, so on and so forth. What's it like in that build-up for you? I know that Trent Robinson wanted that taken out of the equation a little bit. Yeah, no, I thought um, throughout the week, obviously knowing about the rivalry, um, there would be a bit of a build-up and a history. But there was pretty much nothing like that um, throughout the week, I think. He just basically wanted to focus on more the footy side than the the rivalry side, and um, I think I guess it worked out pretty well for us. Um, you know, it was pretty weird when that scuffle was happening at the mm. end there. Mm. Um, Where were you so situated? Then? I was I was trying to calm it all down. Oh, I was, right. Yeah, because I know Joey Manu can't fight, so I was just making sure <laughs> um, if he tried to start a fight that uh, <laughs> he wasn't gonna um, throw any punches because he can't he can't <laughs> throw a punch. But um, it was funny because. Jared was walking around telling everyone to stay, keep their emotions. What? And I'm going, <laughs> I'm thinking, this can't be Jared Warrior Hargreaves, is it? Is this? A... <laughs> Man, he's he's had he's got a few two a uh, few few kids now. I think um he's turning into a dad now. No, mm. that's incredible. Yeah. Was anybody telling Cody Walker to do the same? Because <laughs> he does get angry, Cud. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't think um Cody lost the plot like he did. Yeah. Uh, the game last week, he was, you know, he. I think they must have had a word to him because he was quite, um, he's obviously an aggressive player, but he was quite timid um, in this game. He wasn't, uh, yeah, going going overboard. And I guess at the end there, he kind of did. And, well, uh, frustrating at Nat that Nat Butcher, I love to see it. He's, he's an absolute nerd, but um, he stands up for himself. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good stuff on display for the Roosters because you had both of those things. I mean, there was your try. There was a gorgeous little Luke Carey kick over for that try, which was really pretty to watch. Yet there, there was the grunt stuff as well that has to be done. Yeah, for the for 10 minutes of that game, there was, was a tough watch on telly. I watched the game after, after we played, but that 10-minute period where we went knock-on after knock-on, both sides, um, yeah, that didn't really help us. I mean... When we came out to the second half, Trent's game plan was keep the ball live for five minutes and, um, you know, try to wear them down. Um, and I guess it worked out perfectly. We kept the ball, uh, you know, we kept the ball in play for seven minutes and I think we scored off the back of it. So I knew what he was talking about. But then I think during that 10-minute period where we started losing um, all those balls, I think it just kind of uh, took away from our momentum and it kind of just became a slog fest after that. So... I'm just glad we hanged on. All right, just a, a couple of questions. Look, and you may not ha have the answers to. There was good news, it seemed, during the week that uh, Angus Crichton may ha have a time where he may come back to the game, which is, would just be brilliant, not just for the Roosters, but for the game itself. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. He's one of the um, best back rowers in the game, and he has been for a long time. He played for Australia. Um, and I just think it's awesome, but I just hope that um, he doesn't try to come back too early or anything like that. These mental things are something that you've got to um, take seriously. And, yep. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll do without him, but it's definitely a massive inclusion, but um, I'm sure the club will make sure he's um, mentally stable and um, physically as well. I mean, he, he hasn't really been training with us as, as, at all, so um, his body's going to have to cope with, you know, if he comes back earlier, a lot of a lot of games, and, um, yeah, he's going to have to be physically ready, so I, I guess he'll be doing a little mini preseason when he gets back. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That'll be great for his mentals. <laughs> Tell me this, uh, I saw in a podcast during the week, uh, might have been a Super League player who hates the team song, doesn't like the fact that there is a team song, not yours, his own, that it's just blokes, you know, pretending they're 11-year-olds banging on an esky and, and chanting. You, you know, you've been in, in at the Storm and in Melbourne, of course, where AFL culture is so rich in the team song. Are you, are you an embracer of it? Oh, I love the team yeah. song. It's the best ever. Yeah. Well, who who's this guy? <laughs> That's probably why you don't know his name. He's yes, a loser. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the team song's the best. I mean, um, I love singing as well, and I'm a pretty good singer myself. Are you now? Nah, I've got massive raps on my singing ability, but... Do you play an instrument to go with the voice? I can play the harmonica, ukulele, those, all those little harmonica things. Harmonica and singing at the same time <laughs> is a brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that yet. But yeah, no, the, like you said, the team song is... Um, there's nothing better, I reckon. It's It's just where you can let out all your emotions, everything's positive, and... Um, then everyone just sprays bottles of piss everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I can we can get rid of that. That goes in your eyes and everything. That's why you got to wear those goggles, goggles after the grand finals so you don't go blind. <laughs> uh, I love it. All right. What about uh, the other game? The the Dolphins. They're three and O. Does that surprise you in any way, shape, or form? Yes, because <laughs> they beat us. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I guess. That if you look at their side on paper, I think they've they've done a pretty good job without having any like real superstars. Like they um they've got a good team and um it just kind of shows how good Wayne Bennett is as a coach. Like the way he's brought that team together. When you see all their tries and they come in flying, celebrating, it's a bit like Penrith do, and um you can tell they're well connected. And um to be a good footy side, you got to have um you know people that. Uh, willing to die out there with each other, and you'd rather have a hundred soldiers, um, you know, ready to die for each other than a thousand that are scared to die. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be one of those thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, um, yeah, super impressed with them. Um, but yeah, the the knights, uh, they're in a bit of trouble. They are. I'll get to them in in a second. But I guess one of the things from dolphins that you would, uh, have, you know, have seen a lot of is the Bromwich boys. Police uh, as well, and the way he can defend, and has been. Although he may be in a little bit of trouble uh, out of yesterday with a couple of uh, late hits. Uh, he finally well. got done. See, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he deserves that. Deserves every bit of that. Yeah, he finally mistimed one. Yeah, but yeah. the Bromwich boys, that experience that they brought, that you're absolutely aware of, having played with them for so long. Yeah, well, they're winners. They, I think Wayne brought those guys just for the fact that they're, they're winners. I think there's a stat that. Kenny Bromwich is the fastest player to get 150 wins, and Jesse Bromwich is the fastest player to get 200 wins. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, because they celebrated that at the Storm um, when they hit those milestones. So it's pretty incredible uh, stats, and 
they're both on the same team. They've played together um, all their lives. But, yeah, they just know how to win. And then they, I loved playing alongside Jesse and, and Kenny as well. And they were like the bigger brothers to me. So they've really stamped their foot. And, and they know all about culture and how to build it. So um, I think they'll do a great job at the Dolphins. Yeah, and of course it sets up a round four uh, against the Broncos for the Dolphins. If the Broncos obviously get in the top of the table clash against the Dragons, if they can get past the Dragons, that would be both sides going at that game undefeated. <laughs> Why did you laugh then? Because I'm a Dragons <laughs> Why did you laugh then? <laughs> Best <laughs> defensive side in the game at the moment, the Dragons? Yeah. I, <laughs> I like you. You're listening to the Footy Talk podcast on Listener. When we come back, we'll preview a massive Super Saturday. It's a Footy Talk podcast on Listener for a Saturday. Brandon Smith, Tony Squires with you. All right, let's turn our attention to uh, today's games. Brandon, the team, you were uh, in the storm for so long. They take on the Titans, who, of course, were beaten by the Dragons last weekend. It's at Seabus Super Stadium. What's going to happen? Um, yeah, it's a tough one because I've been in a few games against the Titans and for some reason, they're pretty good at up, you know, like upsetting the defence or the attack of of Melbourne. So I don't really know what's going to go on. I'm going to obviously back the Storm, but I think it's going to be tougher than they think. And Munster's a huge loss. Yeah. Like, um, you could just tell in that Bulldogs game, Munster's one of those players that he looks, he looks good in in the attack, but what he does in the defence, he's just an absolute pest. He he just pests attack. Um, definitely. Test people with his defence and, um, yeah, I think he's, he's a huge loss and I think they've just shafted Tyrone Wishart, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. he's gone to the, back to the bench. Yeah, Jonah Pezzett, he's an absolute pest as well. That's Troy's son. Yeah, that kid, yeah. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, he's a pest. Jonah the pest. <laughs> um, but I wish him all the best. He's um, he's he's pretty talented kid. Would you describe yourself as a pest? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. So it takes one to know one. Jonah Peasant is a pest. <laughs> or a peasant. Jonah Peasant. <laughs> Watching the footage of Craig Bellamy having uh, the spray last week, you must have felt quite happy. But do you, would they have gone to some dark places during the week uh, from the coach through to the, the, you know, the footy players? Yeah, I think... Um, Knowing Craig Bellamy like I do, that w- it would have been it would have been like a, a morgue inside the training this week. Yep. Um, I know exactly what it's even when you lose one game, when you go into the meeting, it's it's dreadful and um to be lose to lose like that, to get twenty six points um unanswered put on a Melbourne Storm team, he would have took that really personally. And I dare say the boys would have done some extra training this week. Um but yeah, it's <laughs> I don't even want to think about it, really. It's kind of a pretty nasty sight. There'd be spit flying everywhere. Uh, Spray some more of that perfume around, though. <laughs> the Cowboys and the Warriors. Uh, what do you think of this game? The Cowboys, such high expectations for, for them. And the Warriors haven't been too bad in their first couple of games. Yeah, I, I really rate um, the Warriors. I think it's a huge loss, um, Scott Drinkwater. I don't yeah. even know who Tom Chester is, so we'll have to yeah. <laughs> watch out for um, him at fullback. But uh, I, I still think the Cowboys get it done. They got a pretty good side. The way they start their, their their first two games, the way they've started, they've been pretty much perfect. So if they can somehow keep that going and keep that rolling, I think um, yeah they should be able to win. But um, we played the Warriors last week and they didn't they didn't give up. No, they didn't give up. So 
Um, looking forward to that one. I'm a bit of a footy head. I watch all these. You do? You like to uh, sit oh, back yeah. and watch all the games? Yeah, like I watched the Redcliffe game after our game last night. Uh, loser. <laughs> I'm actually not... running off an hour and a half sleep. I, I can't. Really? I, I can't sleep after games either. Just, of course. It's it's disgusting. So do you? You don't take anything to have sleep. You're not allowed to. Are you? No, 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 no. Don't no. don't take any of that. So do you put on a podcast or something? No, I just watched our game. Then I watched the um, Redcliffe game. Then I text Victor to see if he was awake. You should watch a Tiger game. Ever... That'll, a Tiger game that'll put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too cruel? Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> what? They'll, they'll, they'll probably come out and beat us now. <laughs> the best you, didn't, game. you didn't say it. You didn't say it. Yeah, but I laugh. <laughs> I feel like, oh, I feel sad because I've, everyone's just been making fun of them. Like, oh. yeah, it's okay. Brandon only laughed because he's got lack of sleep. Okay, <laughs> it's not his fault. You know, he's operating on what nine, thing, nine minutes. The thing is, all my life I've been doing this, like. I'll have two, three hours sleep max after a game. But when when I wake up, it feels like I've had eight, you know? And it's just it's just weird. I don't know why the body does this. It's just so used to yeah, those, those adrenal- long Saturday nights. Yes, of course. Of course. But, yeah, I mean, the adrenaline, obviously, from playing the game of footy in front of uh, 40,000 people. It's, you know, yeah, it, yeah. That it, might play a part. <laughs> might just have something to do with it. Okay, what about the Broncos and Dragons? This, I reckon this would be a great game of footy at Suncorp Stadium. The Dragons have actually got a really good record. I reckon they've won seven of the last eight against the Broncos and plenty of those in Brisbane. But that Broncos team, as you look at it this year, it's a Ferrari that Kevin Walters is driving, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Must be a good coach, eh? <laughs> He's doing some good coaching over there because um, they're, they're firing on all cylinders. But I'll just read through that side. It's a bloody fierce side. Like, you got Thomas Flegler on the bench. And yep. He's nearly a million-dollar player. Like, what's doing there? Yeah. And they've got good news. I think that Patrick Carrigan is going to play. He had his wisdom teeth out during the week, and there was some, you know, thought that he wouldn't, but he's uh, he's going to run around his big. Uh, yeah, if Patty Harrigan took the week off for a little wisdom tooth, I wouldn't look at him the same way. <laughs> really? I wouldn't look at him the same way. <laughs> That's a front rower, your captain. He's not staying off for a wisdom tooth, exactly. surely. Well, you're playing with your oblique <laughs> hanging out the side of your body. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Scoring 60-metre runaways. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. The Dragons, uh, as you said, best defence in the competition. Uh they're going out. Look, nobody expected them to uh, do too much this year, but they get an opportunity now, don't they? Because they're sitting up up there. They've won a game. They've had the bye, and they've got top every of the chance. table clash. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, Dragons are pretty historically good starters to yep. competitions. I remember that. I don't know if it's 2017, they won like eight and nine in a row. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Like, and still missed the finals. March is so good. You just go overseas <laughs> after that and miss the rest of the season if you're Dragons. But, um, yeah, I'm tipping the Broncos. You're tipping the Broncos? Uh, just, just. Okay, fair enough. Well, there you have it. Uh, now, last thing to be done is for you to give us uh, your Super Saturday bold prediction. So, uh, bold prediction? I mean, I'll tell you mine. Mine is that Tyrell Sloan will outplay Reese Walsh tonight. Really? Number ones. Yeah. I would think you've had too many beers. Yeah. Well, well you know, often, <laughs> well, that's, often, oh, it's bold. often that statement wouldn't be incorrect. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at this point it is. It's bold. I think, yeah, that's that's Reese Lightning right there. Um, my bold prediction, Christian Walsh is going to have 32 offloads. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to run on. <laughs> 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 
we do love well, Christian. I, I, I think the Titan Storm game is going to be a lot closer than people think. Brilliant. I'm not sure that's bold, but it's brilliant. Brandon Smith, as ever, thank you so much. That's all for the Saturday edition of the Footy Talk podcast on Listener. Jimmy Graham, Ben Dobbin will be back in the hot seat tomorrow.